good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to the podcast, viewing the YouTube stream, if I can get my words right. A warm welcome to the Desi Sportscast and the Cricket Show with me, Bharat Keshwala, the amateur and the main person who teaches me every time I uh, talk to him, and that's um, Prasan. Good afternoon to you, Prasan. How are you? Morning to you, Bharat. Uh, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much. Uh, you're definitely not the amateur. I think you know a lot more about England cricket than what I probably know. But uh, always lovely to have a chat with you uh, every single time we're on the show. So thanks for having me again. No, absolutely. No, you're part of the show and the main reason for the show, actually. And uh, the popularity, especially in Delhi, for Prasant is incredible. People in Delhi, please get in touch, DM us, and um, it'll be good to get you on the show as well uh, to meet the main man. Uh, but we have to start, obviously, with what's happening at the moment in Ahmedabad and the T20 series. Um, played three. Each team that uh, won the toss has won the uh, T20 quite comfortably. Uh, what have you made of the first three test matches? Yeah, I think it's been a little topsy-turvy for India for sure, uh, especially with the bat. Um, you know, in the first match, I think we just put managed to put on something a little more than 120. Uh, in the next match, it seemed completely the opposite uh, with Virat Kohli going all guns blazing and uh, putting up that half century, which eventually took us over the line. And in the third T20, again, it was all the story about how Kohli was batting really well and he didn't really have too much of support. So, it's been a little topsy-turvy. Um, I think the, the other batsmen certainly need to find their way in the in the lineup. Uh, having said that, I think Ishan Kishan batted splendidly well in his debut and uh, you must really be happy uh, because we've spoken multiple times about these youngsters. Um, you know, Ishan Kishan, Rishabh Pant, um, Sanju Samson, obviously. So, good to see that Ishan made most of his opportunity of his debut. But of course, he failed in yesterday's match and uh, that's just going to be a part and parcel of uh, T20 cricket, I guess. But uh, certainly, there needs to be a lot more accountability for the batting. On the bowling front, I think Shartul Thakur and Chahel both have bowled uh, a little off guard. You know, they haven't looked very consistent, uh, which is probably going to be an issue. Um, I'm not, I'm probably guessing that, uh, you know, Chahel and uh, Deepak Chahar, I mean, sorry, uh, Shartul Thakur might make way for uh, Rahul Chahar and Deepak Chahar tomorrow. Yeah, and I was going to come to you um, that because it's a big game for India tomorrow. Must win if you want to stay in the series. But um, in terms of the uh, the three games, um, I, we said it on the show before that this is going to be a much tighter game, much closer game. This is a very, very good um, England white ball team. Um, I did say that you know they have prioritised um, winning the T20 World Cup. Um, their planning is, uh, in terms of the rotation, is all around that and the uh, future series against Australia. So we knew it was going to be a tough team to face. Um, and obviously, being the holders of the 50-over game, we know their, their pedigree. But in terms of the pitch, um, it's not made it into a close encounter in any of the three games. Um, is it down to the pitch or is it just... One of those things in T20, that, you know, um, the team batting second or the team that wins the toss seems to. Uh, how how do you judge the the conditions there, and how much have they impacted on the results? Because they've not been close games. Yeah, I think apart from that one ball that uh, viciously turned uh, for um, you know Chahal yesterday, there wasn't mm. there hasn't been much on offer. Uh, to be very honest, I think the Pacers have enjoyed the surface a lot more than the spinners. 
uh, spinners haven't got a uh, considerable amount of spin that we saw in the test matches. I think that's to do with the fact that um, obviously on the first day, especially in the evening session, you won't have the pitch crumbling up or cracking up. And of course, the pitches um, tended to after every single match. So, you pretty much have like a fresh pitch with every game. And uh, the seamers, uh, you know, have done a splendid job for England. Yesterday, we saw how Mark Wood made an impact uh, right from the first ball. You know, he got um, Kale Rahul out early. And then he got Rohit Sharma out and then he got Shreya Sayer. So, I think Mark Wood and Archer have bowled really well. Archer has been a tad unlucky, I guess. But uh, obviously, I think that's what's missing from the Indian contingent. You know, we don't have someone who's bowling at a raw pace. Instead, we have uh, people bowling medium pace, you know, like Bhuneshwar. We've got um, Shardul Thakur, uh, Hardik Pandya, who are all bowling medium pace um, and sort of trying to depend on their cutters more than using extreme pace. And I think that's been the real difference. Uh, England yesterday made some real quick um, incisions with the raw pace. We saw how effective Mark Wood was in particular. So, uh, that's something that's definitely missing from India's bowling attack. Um, and I think, unfortunately, the only person who can probably bring that into the side is Nafib Seni with the pace that he offers. But, um, of course, to remove someone like Bhone Kumar probably won't be possible. So, only Shardul Thakur is going to be the only candidate, I feel. So, um, I, the pitch isn't to blame because obviously this is T20 cricket. It lasts for only around three, three and a half hours. Um, so the pitch really won't have much of a say in these T20 matches. So you don't think the, the toss has been that crucial? It's just the way we batted or England batted when they batted uh, in that um, the game that we won and um, posted that score? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, the depth of resources in England is something to really marvel at, you know, because... Obviously, if you see, you know, Ayan Marvin has six to seven choices of bowling. The batting goes up, goes down all the way until Jofra Archer. Um, you know, Moin Ali hasn't even got a chance in this whole series. Mm-hmm. So, I think the depth is very, very good uh, for England cricket. And I think even Virat Kohli mentioned it in the press conference before the series even started that England are favourites to win the T20 World Cup. And obviously, that's, um, uh, you know, the, he didn't say it just for the sake of saying it because... If you see the uh, resource yesterday, England were two down and Bairstow and Butler finished off the job for them. And, uh, you know, that's that's what this whole team is. Uh, you know, they're, they're always going to have their uh, choices. They're never going to be short of resources. And I think that's where India will sort of need to figure out uh, where they stand. Because um, experimentation and all that aside, they'll still need to figure out their 11. Obviously, there are two debutants there in uh, Surya and uh, Ishan Kishan. So, for them to sort of figure out their uh, main 11 before the World Cup, uh, which is going to be held in India, will be very crucial. And you talk about the, uh, the lineup of England and how strong it is, but we've always talked about our bench strength and how good we've, the number of players we've got in pretty much every position. Um, so, I'm still a little bit surprised at this experimentation, um, you know, especially at the opening. We've had three different sets of openers in the first three games. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm, I'm not too sure that we should be experimenting. Or do you think, I mean, I think we've got a, a lineup that based on the IPL that we played late last year, I know we've got another IPL coming up. Should we be in a position experimenting at this stage? England aren't. Uh, they've got their team. They've got their uh, plans in place. Yeah, I think, you know, in some sense, obviously, IPL has been a big influential factor into the Indian cricketers coming into the um uh, you know, into the Indian squad, so to say, because if you see Rahul Tebadia came into the side on the back of a good IPL, uh, Rahul Chahar came into the side on the back of a good IPL for the Mumbai Indians, Ishan Kishan and Surikumar obviously uh, coming in after a good IPL and of course their domestic performances as well. So in some sense, obviously, IPL is a very, very big yardstick uh, for the players to sort of make the jump from uh, 
this franchise based cricket to representing the nation and obviously with so many choices and uh, so many options um, you know for the management to pick from it becomes hard to sort of nail down your 11 and given that this is going to be the only t20i series before the world cup i think uh, they want to ch- try and uh, you know experiment with different combinations and uh, that's fine you know i mean obviously players who come and represent the nation uh, you know uh, they're selected purely on the basis that these players are ready to go uh, they've been molded into these international level cricketers and um, ishan kishan also mentioned it you know in the press conference right after the, his uh, debut match uh, that you know he's he's sort of uh, developed into this cricketer who can face this raw pace and this international level bowling at the nets uh, while playing for the mumbai indians so in some sense i think they're all very they're molded cricketers they're ready for the big occasion and it's just a matter of uh, taking the opportunity with both hands and making sure that uh, you perform to sort of uh, make uh, justify that faith that the selectors have in you it it i, I still don't understand um you know chopping and changing um uh, you know like i mentioned three different players for the opening slots uh, can you justify that why they're not going with um you know just for the sake of argument with the tried and tested uh rohit and shikhar for the three games um and then maybe see where we are and then maybe try somebody else like kl or ishan even but it paid off but i just don't understand the experimentation yeah absolutely i think uh, you know when kohli mentioned right before the first t20i that uh, rohit and rahul will be your first such openers uh also all media outlets including ours you know we reported the same thing saying uh, you know india have found their opening partnership um they're not going to look beyond it but then they chose to rest rohit for the first two matches so uh, that obviously gave an opportunity to, opportunity for someone else to come and grab uh, grab that spot at the top and uh, ishan kishan did a great job you know in the first match that he played he opened and um you know he he did a fantastic job scoring that 50 but having said that um Shikhar Dhawan again on the on the benches. Uh, he has so much of experience. Um, he's he's the, he's India's go-to man in terms of ICC tournaments. So it's a surprise. It's a little surprising uh, not to see him play. But having said that, with Rahul's uh, string of low scores, I mean, it'll be hard for him to sort of justify that selection. But he's the top-ranked uh, T20I batsman. So obviously, uh, there's no looking looking beyond him uh, in some sense. And I think he'll be back to continue. So. um i don't see too many changes for the fourth fourth t20i except in the bowling unit so at least in that sense i think we'll see a little stability in the roles that are given to the batsmen and then if you're surya kumar you finally get a uh, a place in the first 11 you don't get a bat but then you drop for the next game how would you feel yeah i think i think it's pretty sad you know obviously um, there's not much that can be said about apart from that because obviously surya has waited so much for his chances he um, made a couple of gestures here and there in the IPL that have really prompted fans to uh, sort of push uh, the selectors even more to pick Surya in the side and uh, he didn't even get a bat did he in his review match he took a, he dropped a catch first and then he took a catch which he almost dropped so uh, it wasn't an ideal match for him uh, in some sense but that's what international cricket is uh, you can't take anything for granted you need to live life uh, by the highway i guess you can't you can't really choose any other path and you you need to take whatever chance comes in your uh, your way and unfortunately for surya obviously he bats in that middle order so for him to sort of come in at that number 4 number 5 i think they would, they preferred shreyas ayer only because he had uh, a lot more experience and uh, he has been in the indian setup for some time so it's definitely hard on surya but i'm sure he'll know 
uh, better than anyone else having waited for so long that uh, that wait is something that he'll probably have to endure for a little bit longer. But do you think um, he deserved to be in the squad yesterday, in the team, not the squad, he is in the squad, but in the starting lineup? Because, like I said, we've not seen him. I know we've seen him field, but we've not seen him bat or... Yeah, I mean, I think the only scapegoat uh, that could have been uh, chosen was Surya because Ishaan Kishan had scored a half century, you couldn't drop him. Shreya Sayer obviously has been a part of this Indian T20 I set up for a long time, so he couldn't be dropped either. And uh, Rohit and Rahul were anyway the, the designated openers uh, before India decided to rest Rohit the first two T20s. And um, I don't think there'd be too many people who want to drop Kohli. So, uh, if not for those five, then the only other two options they're left with are Hardik Pandya and uh, Rishabh Pant. And obviously, Hardik Pandya, uh, he's been picked for his bowling abilities as well. So, that just leaves you with a chance to drop no one else. And uh, Surya was the only scapegoat. So, in that sense, I think it was an obvious choice for India. But uh, obviously, it's a little harsh on Surya. So, in terms of, um, obviously, it's a must, well, I say a must-win game. But just to stay in the series, um, there's not much else riding on it. It's not going to affect the... Uh, World Cup in any way. Uh, but in terms of the lineup tomorrow, from what you're saying, it'll be Rohit and KL opening uh, with Ishan still keeping number three, or do you think um, he'll open and they'll change the batting order with Kohli, Pant, and Pandya obviously uh, nailed on? Yeah, I think it'll just be a, uh, a change in the bowling unit, uh, in my opinion, because Shahal has sort of blown hot and cold. Um, and so has uh, Shantul Thakur, you know, they haven't really justified uh, the opportunities that they've got. And uh, I mean, obviously, Chahel is a, a great spinner. He's India's leading T20 wicket-taker. But that aside, um, uh, form is obviously a huge concern. And they might want to rest him for the next two matches and see if someone like Rahul Chahel or maybe even someone like Rahul Devatia uh, can bring to the table. Because, um, you know, I think in India, all of us thrive on PR and uh, if Rahul Tevatia gets a game, then that just means that uh, there's a lot more to talk about. So, um, I, I think they might want to try Rahul Tevatia. Um, he's also been putting a couple of uh, social media posts saying one ball at a time and sort of poking, uh, uh, you know, uh, or, or sort of creating thoughts in everyone's mind thinking he might play. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if Rahul Tevatia plays because obviously he's also an additional batting option. So, if that's the case, then they might look to bring back, um, you know, Suryavi Kumar Yadav at uh, someone's expense. Maybe if they're okay to drop KL Rahul and probably push Ishan Kishan back at the top. But again, that would be too much rejigging. So, uh, I'm not sure India would want that considering, like you said, you know, it's uh, obviously a very, very important match in the context of the series. So, I just uh, probably see a couple of changes on the bowling front. So, you think uh, Bowie's, um will carry on and um, you'll have Chaha? Um... Sundar and Tewatia, is that how you're going? I guess so, because, um, I mean, I, all of us, I think, know how how fond of Chahel uh, Kohli is. So, I'm not sure if he'll be willing to drop Chahel after uh, three matches, because obviously he's not in the uh, scheme of the test team. But um, if you're talking about T20Is and ODIs, then Chahel is India's leading spinner. So, I'm not completely sure if they might drop Chahel, but uh, just to make sure that others also get their chance and... Uh, for the whole sake of this experimentation term that the Indian management's been using for some time now, I think they might just probably uh, look to give Chahel a rest and uh, get someone like either Rahul Chahel or Tabatia. And just to clarify, you don't think the toss is crucial in these games? I'm not sure because again, D20I cricket is very, very fast moving. And, uh, you know, obviously, 
India or you know in specific Kohli really loves chasing, and uh, you know whenever he has a target in mind, he goes about it with precision. So I think the England bowlers have done a fantastic job. Iron Morgan's rotated his bowlers really well. Uh, when a new batsman's come in, he's opted for that raw pace uh, in the form of Archer or Wood. And uh, he's done a fantastic job in his captaincy. And uh, the way he's led the t- uh, team is probably uh, a lot better than what Kohli has done. So, uh, in that sense, I think it's been great. And, you know, to be very honest, I think Kohli certainly hasn't got support in the batting front. Uh, you know, apart from that one knock from Ishan Kishan, uh, the other two batting performances have been below par, so to say. So, um, unless the Indian batsmen find a way to counter this England bowling unit, um, we might just see England running away with a slight advantage. I'm, I'm glad you brought in, um, you mentioned Kohli there and his batting because we've got a com- couple of comments from um, <coughs> uh, Abhishek. Um, thank you for uh, watching the live stream, Abhishek, and thank you for posting some questions that I'm going to put to uh, Prasan. Um, he, Abhishek is saying it's a problem with India is our captain. Uh, Kohli panics. Um, and he's also gone in to say, and I have to repeat it, is there that he doesn't expect, uh, especially to you, um, this comment is uh, applicable, that he doesn't expect uh, any IPL trophy from him even after five years. Strong comments regarding Virat. Yeah, obviously, you know, IPL is looked up, uh, looked at as uh, obviously India's biggest, not India's, the world's biggest uh, domestic, I mean, T20 tournament. And uh, it's no surprise that... Uh, you think he captain- panics? Yeah, I mean, I think in my in my very humble opinion, I feel uh, the real issue with Virat Kohli is that he expects a result of every delivery, and uh, that's not something that you uh, that you might want as uh, you know a player in the side. Because um, let's say, for example, a bowler is bowling and uh, you know he gets hit for a six. That's what T20 cricket is all about. Yesterday we saw Chahal came on to bowl, and the first ball he got watted for a six by Butler. And uh, behind the sticks, you could see Rishabh Pant uh, backing Chahal, saying you know the ball was really good. Uh, landed in the same spot and, uh, you know, he's probably going to get stumped out. And uh, Chahal sort of darted the ball in the next uh, uh, the next delivery. Butler came down the track, but he could just hit it to mid-wicket. And that's when Rishabh Pan said something like, you know, this is the perfect ball, he's going to get out. So, but if the cameras pan on Virat Kohli, you know, he's going to have that look of anguish on his face. Mm-hmm. He's going to have that sort of, uh, why are you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? So, he, I, I think he's a very... Uh, reactive captain and uh, he's not someone who has, uh, um, you know, obviously in T20 cricket, you are going to get hit. You're probably going to miss a couple of runs. We could see yesterday, you know, even with that, uh, the perfect example is the way Rishabh Pant got out. There was absolutely no need to take that third run. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Kohli, I mean, we, we, know, we, all know that, yeah, we all know that Kohli is a gazelle between the sticks, but when you're considering someone else, um, no, not not to uh, say that Rishabh Pant isn't quick between the stumps, but he's obviously not that reactive or he's not that instinctive of running between the stumps as Virat Kohli is. And Pant was always going to be short of his mark. In fact, he didn't even make the television screen. And mm. uh, mm. Sam Curran had years to take off those bails. So, mm. in that sense, I think Kohli is very, very expectant um, of things that need to go his way. And that's probably the reason why sometimes players are pressurized to deliver. Um, that's just my opinion on this. Yeah, and I think I saw some comment about uh, he was very... Um, you know, you could see how angry he was with uh, some fielding by Shardor that yeah. gave England an extra run. He does wear his heart on his sleeve. He is obviously extremely passionate, wants to win, like you say, not every every game, but every single ball he wants to be um, on top. Um, and that can work um, two ways. I mean, I, I like that aggression in Indian players, and we've talked about it before. We never used to have it. I like it. But there is a thin line. 
um, in terms of you know where, how that impacts on younger players or new players into the team, uh, whether it adds to the pressure on them already. Um, but I suppose these are questions that are going to be asked when the team loses. Um, but um, there's, I mean, the, the 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 talk that was around after the IPL, you know, make Rohit the captain of the white ball team. I hope that doesn't come back. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as you said, Kohli is obviously someone who's uh, who really brings that passion into the uh, into the team, and you can see that with every single team that he captains, be it the Test side, be it the T Twenty side, be it RCB, any single team. And Kohli is absolutely on his feet. He backs his players. We saw that even with Mohammad Siraj, you know, when he came and complained about that racial abuse that he got in the Test series, Kohli mm. was right there behind him. And when he had that altercation with Ben Stokes. Again, Kohli was the man who was taking everything um, and, uh, you know, sort of handling it. And even when Ishan Kishan scored that half century, every single shot that Ishan played, Virat Kohli was there with him, patting his back, celebrating the shot. And so, there's always that passion, you know, that Kohli drives onto or sort of uh, the players take over from Kohli uh, with the way that he sort of exhibits himself on the field. But having said that, again, expecting a result out of every single ball uh, is probably not the best appro <clears throat> approach, especially in D20 cricket. Because, uh, you know, uh, bowlers obviously don't prefer the format only because they get watered all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a certain uh, Rashid Khan. I mean, even Rashid Khan, for that matter of fact, yeah. gets hit all over the place at times. Mm -hmm. And um, even he's someone who's very reactive. You'll see with every ball that he plays, he tries to up the batsman. Um, he tries to get get into a laugh or get into like, a, you know, a conversation. So, these, are, these type of players are always good for your team. But expecting a result out of every single ball is something that uh, Kohli should probably... Um, down a little to make sure that the players are comfortable around it. Yeah, absolutely. But um, like I said, um, I love that aggression and um, the passion. Um, it, yeah, like I said, um, we've not had it in the past, but all these younger players coming through, they are of that mold. Um, so sometimes, you know, they might cross the line, but that's only how much they care about uh, India winning. But uh, I take his, uh, I take Abhishek's point. The one I'm going to disagree with is, um, I think, especially because. Um, I, I know you all love of RCB that uh, I don't think there'll be another five years before they win the IPL. Um, this is your year. Um, so we'll see. Um, but in terms of um, looking forward to the uh, T20 World Cup, how different will the pitches, the conditions? We don't know. I mean, it's going to be played around India. We know that. But in terms of the general conditions, will they be very different to now or will they be similar? I'm guessing it's going to be a little different because obviously we're in the summer right now um, and, uh, you know, obviously dew is playing a big factor uh, towards the evenings and of course when the uh, World Cup comes around, it's going to be around October, November. It's going to be a lot cooler for sure. Um, players will need to adapt a lot more uh, than what they are right now. So, uh, again, it, it completely depends on where they are going to play the World Cup. Uh, the venues haven't been decided yet. But I think the IPL in some sense is obviously going to be a dress rehearsal for the World D20. Um, with the five centers that have been picked, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how these matches go on. Um, with no crowds also, uh, you know, obviously there's not much to fear. Otherwise, um, if, if they were considering crowds, you know, that, that'd be an uh, issue of needing to deal with them and needing to sanitize the ball every single time and those sort of parameters. But um, with the first part of IPL, not, uh, I mean, uh, for, I mean the, the early part of IPL rather, uh, not uh, allowing crowds, I think uh, it's going to be... Um, a test of how these grounds can uh, sort of make sure that uh, the matches go on as usual. 
and if and when crowds are allowed into the IPL at some point, then it's again going to be a bigger test for BCCI to figure out how they're going to keep crowds in the World T20. And uh, if the uh, if the bio bubbles go on very well, um, and as per the centers that have been allocated to each team, it's certainly going to be a gala event. But having said that, it's going to be very tough. Uh, the players will certainly need to work a lot on uh, their fitness because it's going to be cold at that point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, you, we say the IPL will always throw out players, but I think, do you think it'll, um, I think it'll be too late for any player that has an, a fantastic IPL to go be in contention for the World Cup because I think the team is pretty much, the squad is pretty much set. Because don't forget, we're missing um, Chami, uh Jasper. Uh, congratulations to him, by the way, on his um, uh, wedding. And Ravi Jaraja, they'll probably walk into the first 11, let alone the squad. But, or do you disagree with me that somebody could have an absolute amazing IPL and they'll be forcing themselves into the squad, if not the first 11? Um, I, I'm not sure if there's anyone like that who's probably on the fringes, who's not been on the team yet, because probably the only choices would have been um, Surya Kumar Ishan and Rahul Tabati after the season that they had. So... Um, I can't really think of anyone else who's uh, probably on the fringes of the team and uh, can really get into the Indian team on the basis of the of a very good IPL season. So, um, for Surya and Ishan to have made their debuts, obviously, after a very good IPL season and domestic season, they've been rewarded. Um, probably the only other option would be, um, you know, uh, Varun Chakravarti, who offers mm-hmm. that mystery spin. And uh, he did make the T20I series uh, squad against Australia, but he had to pull out because of an injury. Um, also, let's not forget Natarajan isn't a part of this T20 squad because he's recovering at the NCA. So, uh, there are a lot of players who are injured, players who have taken a break and all those sort of things. So, this IPL season will certainly determine which um, which players make that squad. But I don't think there's anyone else who's going to be an out, who's going to have an outside chance of making the team. One player I did want to move on to and, um, the, you know, what does he need to do to get into that team? Because he's had an amazing tournament. Uh, the 2021 Vijay Zara Trophy should be called the Prithvi Show Show. Um, what amazing tournament he's had. Um, amazing run of scores. Um, I think he was solely responsible for Mumbai winning this trophy for the uh, fourth time, I think it was. Um, incredible performance. Um, but what does he need to do to get back into the uh, national team in w- whatever format? Yeah, we're hearing reports that Prithvi Shaw might be recalled for the ODI series um, against England, which is going to start in Pune. All right. Okay. Um, along with Prasid Krishna as well, uh, who's uh, who's been a great bowler for the Kolkata Knight Riders and obviously for Karnataka in the domestic circuit. Um, obviously, look, Prithvi Shaw, eight matches, eight hundred twenty-seven runs. I think uh, he certainly had that anger in him, that um, that desire to score runs and sort of silence his critics. Uh, he did put up a couple of Instagram posts after the tournament ended. Uh, with a couple of memes and, uh, you know, singing songs and all that. So, um, good to see that Prithvi Shah is in a very, very good mental space, I think. Um, at least going by what's on his social media. Um, it's hard for him, you know. He had a very bad IPL season. He was in and out of the team. He didn't have a great test series. He was dropped. Um, and then he he didn't even feature in the England series. So, uh, for him to sort of put all of that behind and, uh, you know, make sure that he scores tons of runs to silence his critics and at the same time to attract the eyes of the selectors again, uh, he's done a fantastic job, and I'm not sure he's. I'm not going. I'm not too sure if he's going to be in the context of uh, 
selection for the T20 World Cup because we have too many options. They've got Rohit, we've got Rahul, um, Shubman Gill's obviously there as well, but he hasn't made the squad yet. Uh, Shikhar Dhawan's there, Ishan Kishan is now there. So for Prithvi Shaw to sort of make the cut in the T20 format is going to be very, very tough. But uh, if he has a very good ODI series, if and when he gets an opportunity, I think that'll be a very, very big morale booster for him on a personal level. Do you think he can bat anywhere apart from opening? I don't think he's batted anywhere else. Um, so uh, he's a purebred opener, like uh, you know, someone like Rohit Sharma. Of course, Rohit Sharma was promoted to open in that uh, um, in that series, but um, I'm not sure if <coughs> sorry, I'm not sure if there's space anywhere else either. Because if you look at the team, there's Shreya Sayer, there's Virat Kohli, there's um, you know, Hardik Pandya, Rishabh Pant. They all form. They are they are all very crucial members of that middle order. And now with Surya Kumar Yadav and Nishan Kishan also coming in. Um, and, you know, it's it's going to be very, very tough for Prithvi Shaw to bat anywhere else in the order, uh, let alone the opening position. Yeah, and it just goes back to what we've been saying on a regular basis, the talent that we've got in a lot of positions. Because uh, let's, let's not forget your own man there. But, you know, I'm a big fan of his, as you are. Uh, but his time will come. And um, I think you called it out that this is the future um, opening lineup with Kishon Devdad. So that'll be an incredible um, opening pair to look forward to. Uh, but um, in terms of the Vijay Zara trophy as well, um, you know, your boys lost in the same finals uh, to Mumbai. They posted a big score, 322. But with your batting lineup, did you think uh, you had a chance? Absolutely. I think um, the opening partnership uh, for Karnataka was going all guns blazing until that uh, semi final. You know, they were scoring. Runs in heaps. I think both of them uh, had got a string of very, very high scores. Devdath Padikal, four consecutive centuries. Samarth had hit a 192 previously. So, um, obviously, KB Siddharth was also among the runs. So, uh, it, it was a case of needing to battle out the first initial few overs um, to sort of negate that new ball threat and uh, carry it on until the 30th over. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Uh, we lost Samarth early. And, uh, you know, after that, it was, uh, it was only left to uh, Devdath Padikal and KV Siddharth, but unfortunately, they couldn't do much either, uh, despite Padikal, um, you know, sort of trying to up the scoring rate and uh, scoring very quickly early on. So, but these things happen. I think um, uh, the Karnataka squad also has a lot of depth in terms of, um, you know, talent that is available. Uh, so, this is a huge learning curve, especially for some of the youngsters like Vaishak Vijay Kumar, who made his debut. Um, there's also BR Sharat, who kept throughout the tournament and updated a very, very good knock in the semi. Um, I think it was a 29 ball 61 that he hit. Um, unfortunately, uh, I mean, even some uh, Sharath, for that matter of fact, is an opening batsman, but he had to play low down the order because of the uh, quality of resources available in the Karnataka team. So, a lot of positives for Karnataka from that Vijay Hazare. Uh, unfortunate that uh, we sort of couldn't go all the way and lift the title, but uh, quite a few positives and hopefully we'll come back stronger in the next domestic uh, year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a, a good tournament um, for your boys. A very good tournament for for me. Uh, a surprise team, but you're going to tell me different. And that's Uttar Pradesh go, going all the way, deservedly, all the way to the final. Um, for me, as an outsider, it's not a state that I would uh, immediately go to when thinking of the powerhouses of Indian cricket. Were you surprised by their performance, or is this something that you know you'd be? are known for, you know, doing well in tournaments and getting through to the latter stages. And because I was trying to think of um, famous cricketers from UP, and I'm going to get a lot of criticism for this because uh, there's probably loads. But what did you think of their performance and cricket in Uttar Pradesh generally? 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of credit should go to the way the IPL has sort of um, improved the cricket, not only on the international level, but also on the domestic scale. Because uh, currently, I think we also spoke about it in the previous show that a lot of these youngsters who play domestic cricket eventually want to play the IPL. And uh, for them to want to play the IPL, you know, they'll have to perform well in tournaments like the Said Mushtaq Ali, Vijay Hazare. And a lot of uh, these youngsters also go back to play these tournaments once they're done with the IPL. So that means that a lot of the eyes are also on these domestic tournaments. And uh, that just means that the talent and the quality uh, of cricketers across the country increases. So the IPL has a huge role to play in the way domestic cricket is growing in India. And uh, it's good to see a new team, you know, in the final. Uh, unfortunately, Karnataka could make it. But uh, Uttar Pradesh making it without the services of Suresh Raina, I think, is a great uh, great compliment or a great underlining factor for their rise as uh, hopefully a very good cricketing state. They've got so many good players coming out, you know, Bhuvnesh Kumar from there, um, Suresh Raina, as we mentioned. So, they've got some very good cricketers. Um, and hopefully, this one season will be a mark of, mark of very good things to come from them as well. Yeah, um, and I was just um, uh, looking up um, some players that I should know. Obviously, you mentioned uh, Bhuvi and Suresh and uh, Pravin Kumar and Kuldeep Yadav, the list is there. But uh, it's good to see them um, playing uh, in the final. And uh, they posted a really good score, but they came up against a informed Mumbai team once again. But uh, yeah, it's good to see cricket uh, expanding even more to um, the uh, other states in terms of the talent that's um, coming through. Uh, I only wish we could build uh, two teams internationally. I think the, we've got enough clout in the ICC and we should be able to field a, a B team uh, because we've got enough players in all three formats, as we said, um, to um, uh, put out really good teams. But we'll see if we can get to that stage. Um, it's the shortest show than normal, but absolutely enjoyed it. A lot of information, a lot of insights. Um, but one final thing, can we win the uh, T20 series? Well, it's always a matter of hope, isn't it? Uh, we certainly have the team to do it. Uh, obviously, England are, are doing extremely well in the terms of the squad balance that they have and uh, the way they've been playing their cricket. Um, but I think a few early wickets up front will certainly make sure yeah. that um, you know the Indians have a little bit of an upper hand. Um, the same thing happened with Karnataka as well. They lost early wickets in the semi and uh, you know after that, it was all a matter of uh, Mumbai running through. So, I think... Um, if India managed to get Josh Butler, uh, jo uh, Jason Roy and Johnny Bairstow early, I think um, the others in the team might face a little bit of pressure because they haven't batted too much. So, I think for India, the key will be to pick early wickets um, and for the batsmen to make sure that they don't try too many rash shots early on, uh, which is probably you know the, the mantra for T20 cricket. But uh, hopefully, they learn from their mistakes. Um, there are two more matches to come and we can still win the series. So, um, hopefully, they put up some good performances and uh, we go through all the way and we see Kohli lifting that cup. Absolutely. Yeah, we've not lost a T20 series for a while, so let's keep that run going. And I think what you said is spot on. We need those early wickets uh, get into the English uh, middle order as soon as possible, because if they get a start, they'll get a score. Fantastic, uh, Prasant. Uh, thank you again so much for your time and insight. Really enjoyed talking to you. Have a safe an enjoyable week ahead and obviously we'll catch up very soon again thank you my friend thanks again thanks for having me uh lovely to chat with you and uh, see you soon take care take care my friend